0: Download all the freebies and still be stuck at square one. And darling, that's over for you today. Hey boo, I'm Kay Hillman. I'm a scientist turned five-figure photographer turned marketing and business strategist for female service providers building profitable businesses. I'm the coach for confused peeps. Boo-thang, it's time to ditch the hustle. Listen close, darling, as I snatch your mindset, clarify your messaging, and drop marketing gems. When you roll with me, you'll gain confidence, clarity, and sales as you become the highest version of yourself. Let's get this money hey boo hey happy sunday oh it's tuesday wait actually okay so i'm recording this on sunday but i'm not gonna post this until tuesday so let's start again hey boo hey happy tuesday or whatever day you're listening to this on (laughs) anyway you guys gotta just deal with me in my mind today i'm just like all over but i wanted to hop in here and talk about something that i wrote to you guys in an email so i recently wrote an email to you guys about what to focus on besides niching down And I wanted to do a podcast episode to kind of talk a little more deeply about this. So for those of you who know and who read the email, you know that I don't believe in itching down. Um, I have found that a lot of times, niching down really boxes us as business owners and as creatives. It just boxes us into a space that we don't always feel like we belong in. And then also, it, niching down, it almost keeps us from being able to really show up and grow. Uh, and also, another thing about niching down is that as, as humans, right, as women, we are so multifaceted that sometimes niching down is a disservice to us as a human being, but also to our ideal client because they're also multifaceted. So sometimes niching down is not really the best fit for our ideal clients because then they can't see themselves in our content and our programs and, you know, as our friends. And ideally we want to work with people that want to be our friends. And so we don't ever want to alienate a certain person. Um, and so anyway, (laughs) that's not exactly what niching down is, but I I feel like a lot of times that happens when we do niche down too early. I do think that niching down plays, um, a huge role in scaling and growing, and we should definitely, you know, understand what industry and all that kind of Stuff we're in. But I think that also a lot of times we're using the word niche um, when we should be talking about our ideal client or we should be focused on our target audience or our general audience. And so that's what I wanted to talk about today. I want to talk about some things that we can focus on besides niching down and to kind of explain a few terms that we're using interchangeably but they're really not. So it's really important when we are thinking about like, oh, should I niche down? Do you know the difference between your audience your target audience your ideal client and your niche all right these are four different things these words are not interchangeable although a lot of people interchange these words and so this what i'm about to share with you guys it's something that i only share inside of my group coaching program serve and sell on social we recently just um, wrapped up our first round of that and so um, i'm thinking of bringing that back later on this year so um in order to talk about this um, you know, well, first off, this is exclusive to the group, but I'm planning to actually move this, this topic over into my membership group, because I realized that inside of the membership, we have so much value and information over there, but we don't really touch on these things. And I do find that a lot of times in our, you know, hot seat coaching calls that people have questions about the difference between, um, audience, a target audience, ideal client and a niche. So we're going to we're going to, I think we're going to add this into the membership just to like add value to you guys. Um, but I'm going to talk about it here too. So first things first, what is your audience? Your audience, like your general audience, they're spectators. Okay. Your audience are the people who find you, they consume your content, but it could also be like your grandma, right? It's just someone that's following you on social media. So your audience, it could be your grandma or it could be your ideal customer. It doesn't, it doesn't, really matter who this person is right it's just people that are following you in general Um, now ideally you would want your audience to be in the same category right so you would want your audience ideally all your followers to be entrepreneurs or all your audience to be moms but a lot of times that doesn't happen right our general audience is usually a mix of a bunch of people and they follow us probably for different reasons right i have people in my audience who follow me purely for mom content. I'm not even a mom blogger or a mom influencer, but people follow me just for that content. And then I have other people who only follow me for marketing advice. And then I have a whole other group of people who are following me for faith related content, right? And so my general audience is made up of multiple different people. And this is why, you know, it's really important to kind of make that distinction in knowing that my audience, my whole audience, everybody, that is following me, they're probably not ideal clients or they're probably not gonna eventually become customers of mine because they're following me for a completely different reason. And so it's important to recognize that just because you have a certain number of followers does not mean that you're going to be able to make a certain amount of money. Um, This is another reason why people can have thousands of followers and make no money. And it's because those are just audience members, right? But they may not actually be targeted people, right? They may not be ideal clients. And so let's move into this next thing. So that's our general audience. Now we're talking about our target audience. So a target audience is going to be a group of people with similar demographics and psychographics that you are creating content for. So you're specifically targeting this group of people. Okay. So again, this goes back to, this is why people with large followings with large audiences, they're not able to monetize. And it's because the people that are in their audience are not targeted audience members so when you're targeting people specifically you are creating content you are putting things out there you're putting offers out there designed to specifically attract a specific type of person and so this is why this is this is also why people with really really small audiences thrive on social media and they create very successful businesses and it's because they've intentionally created content tailored to who they want to actually serve and who they actually want to purchase their products and their services. So instead of building an audience, right, instead of building a general audience, it may be in your best interest to build a targeted audience. Now, I'm gonna go back to the audience thing because there are cases where it's actually a really good thing to just build up a general audience. I actually find that building up a general audience is way, way better than me just focusing down into a target audience. And the reason why is because when I'm building an audience, I'm building a culture, I'm building a community, I'm building a platform right? So it's not that I'm just trying to sell something, but it's that I'm really trying to create a community and environment where I can enjoy social media. But for some of you, maybe you don't have time for that. Maybe you don't feel like doing that. you just want to focus on, listen, I just want to attract the ideal client to me. You know, I just want to, I just want to attract a very specific group of people to me and that's fine too, right? So you will be working on creating a target audience. So you'll be, you'll be creating your content that's specifically geared towards a group of people. So for example, you'll be creating content specifically for for example millennial women who want to grow their online business or for you know um moms right for for new moms you know so maybe you you're a fitness instructor and you want to um, create an audience of just new moms right so when people just have their baby you want to be the person that they're going to to you know get fitness advice or to get health advice all right so that's your target audience now we have your ideal client so your ideal client is the one specific person you want to work with this is your dream client Okay, so for example, you're going to name this person. So mine is Isha. She's a 28-year-old who's just started her coaching business. Um, She's also a virtual assistant. She's addicted to cereal. She likes to go to brunch with her friends. She scrolls on Instagram looking for business inspiration. Like, that is my person. I hope I didn't say that too fast. I feel like I just, like, stumbled all over that. But anyway, your ideal client is going to be one specific person. This is the person that you're like, when I see this person, when this person DMs me, when this person consumes my content, I want her to be ready ready to work with me right and your ideal client is going to be a more specific person than your target audience because you can target a huge audience of people right so if my target audience is millennial women who want to grow their online business I can attract all types of women I can attract people new in their business you know I can attract established people in their business like there can be so many people that are in my audience and they fall into the category of being a millennial woman who wants to grow their business but my ideal client is going to be someone that's new in their business right now that's actually, that's not actually my ideal client but I'm just saying that for example um, but my ideal client is gonna be an even more specific person out of my target audience and this the reason why I'm talking about this is because I hear so often people are like my 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 product or service is for everybody or you know like a virtual assistant well I can work with anybody and I can do anything and it's like yeah you could but should you No, right you should Figure out like who is that one person that you really want to show up and serve. But when we think about it, if you wanted to create content for a mass, uh, you know, majority of people, you totally could. And through that content, you could slowly whittle it down to eventually creating and attracting your ideal client to you. Um, And so this is why niching down is not necessary at the beginning because at first, oh my gosh okay boo so this is like literally me just talking from the heart because i didn't feel like making a script i don't know anyway i'm super excited because guess what the becoming ceo society is about to open up again i cannot wait boo okay so for those of you that don't know the becoming ceo society is my membership society for high level support for all my CEO boos. Okay, listen, I get it. I know, I know that building a business can be overwhelming. You know, we're taught so many different strategies and tactics online, and there are just so many ways that we can do business, right? And sometimes it can be like, what the heck do I do? Like, sometimes you don't know where to start. And it's hard when you hear all these messages to know what you should do next. And that's why I've created this membership. I get it. I know that you can't always afford to join like these masterminds and these high ticket programs and all this other kind of stuff i know like i've been there boo like and sometimes i'm still there like some some progress i'm just like sis i do not have those coins so yeah that's not gonna happen but like you really want to be in a supportive space where someone has their eyes on your business and this is why i created this membership i created this membership because i wanted to create a space where you could get that high touch support you could have someone that knows your business intimately that you can ask a question and they give you an answer based on your business like literally that is the whole mission behind this group the mission behind this membership is that if you ask me a question i want to be able to answer it and it be an answer that's directly relevant to your business so if that's something that you're looking for if you're tired of all the general and vague information if you're tired of you know, just like what everyone is, is saying, and it may not apply to your business, or you don't know how to apply to your business. If you're tired of all that kind of stuff, then this is the space for you. Okay, maybe you have been saying to yourself, like, listen, I'm tired of hustling. Like, this is not sustainable. I need to figure out how to create a, a, a plan so that I can have success long term. This is going to be the group for you. If you have been wanting to work with me, but you like just don't have the coins, right? You don't have the coins right now for my higher ticket program, because I get girl like i know some of my programs are like sis you know but hey listen i know it's worth it i promise you all of my programs all my offers are worth it but sometimes it's just not in our budget And if that is you, if that's the case, then this membership is going to be the perfect place for you. Y'all, I am so excited. Like, not even y'all. Girl, I'm just talking to you. Boothang, like, I'm so excited about opening this up. It's going to open up for one week only. So if you want into this space, if you are listening to my voice and you're like, all right, Kay, I am ready to invest in myself. I need some help. I need someone to help me up level and do the darn thing then baby, you need to stay tuned. I think below I'm going to put a link to um, the waitlist, or maybe I'm not. Who knows? But that's the cool part about business is that we can do it our own way. It doesn't have to look like anybody else's business. And we have to do what works for us, sis. And sometimes it's not doing all the things. Actually, I know it is. I know that building a business is not about doing all the things. And that is what we talk about. And that's what I help you through inside of the society. So If you're interested, if this sounds like a, oh my gosh, yes, finally, then girl, stay tuned because at the end of the month, it's about to be on and popping. And y'all, this is real life. Like King winds through my recordings and it's cool. And y'all are going to hear this a couple of times because I'm not going to (laughs) re-record. Love y'all. I can't wait. You may not know what it is that you're actually trying to do in your business. I mean, even for me now, I've been in the game since 2017 and I still change my mind all the time on what I want to offer and how I want to show up and who I want to serve. And imagine if I niched myself down, you know, and said, oh, I only do this one thing or I'm only working with this one group of people. Like that wouldn't serve me well in my business and it definitely wouldn't serve my ideal client because my ideal client is fluid. She's flexible. She wants so many things, you know, so niching down sometimes really, boxes is in and i want to talk about this word niche so your niche is what you do who you do it for and how so an example of this is like a cpa right so someone that does taxes for the self employed or maybe a va who does social media engagement for business coaches right this is very very specific okay if you're a cpa certified public accountant and you do taxes for self-employed right that's very specific. That's a niche, a very specific subset of people that you're working with. If you're a VA, like I said, you're doing social media engagement for business coaches. It's very niche. But the problem with picking a niche is that a lot of times I see people who they pick a niche and they don't do anything else. And it's like, why? Like, why would you only do social media engagement for business coaches and not a product company if they asked you to, you know? And that's something that a lot of people run into where it's like, you pick a niche and sometimes you niche down so small that you feel like you can't attract any clients. And it makes things hard, right? It makes things really hard when you are only creating this one type of content, right? Imagine if you're a VA and you only create content about social media engagement. Well, first off, for a business owner that doesn't value engagement, they're not gonna inquire about your services, but you could very well be the thing that they need. And so it's really important to um, think through what it is that you're actually offering i don't know if y'all hear Tay in the back we're at his um, parents house but it's really important to like think through these things and to just realize that these four things the audience your target audience your ideal client your niche they all build on each other right your audience that's the big the big picture so when you look at a you know how they have like the triangle the bottom of the triangle is your audience that's everybody right you're gonna have a lot of people in your audience right that's the thing that you're always growing and your audience does not have to be specific right it doesn't have to be oh only You know, I mean, ideally we want your audience to be, you know, specifically entrepreneurs or specifically moms, but you may be like me and have multiple different types of people in your audience. And that's okay because your target audience is who you're creating content for. Your target audience, they're gonna be a very similar group of people. For example, millennial women who wanna grow their online business. That's who I'm creating content for. And I'm creating, you know, um, faith content because I know that my, my person is a believer, right? Um, I'm, I'm creating mom content, right? Because they're, they're moms or they're wanting to be moms. I'm creating business content because they're growing their businesses, right? So I'm creating this content that's going to appeal to all these different types of people. And I'm targeting a very specific type of person. But that doesn't mean that there aren't going to be people in my audience who maybe she's a mom, but she's not in business, but she wants to follow me because she likes my kid, you know? So those things like that still works. So we have my audience, you have your target audience it's the next level above, and then you start to funnel some more to your ideal client. And this is the person that you're really, really, really trying to attract, right? You're creating your content to bring in all these targeted um, followers, but these targeted followers eventually will weed themselves out into figuring out if they're your ideal client and they will be the ones that purchase your product, purchase your service. And then from there, if you want to, you can niche down, right? From there, you can say, all right, I have a very specific offer that I have and this is all I'm gonna do. And that's if you want to, right? If not, you can have multiple offers and serve multiple people in different stages. Um, and this is why for me, niching down isn't always like the the first thing to focus on, right? Because sometimes you don't know what the solution is that your ideal client actually needs. Like sometimes you just don't know. It takes some figuring out, it takes some finessing, it takes some working with multiple clients before you really realize like, ah, oh, this is what I do and I don't do anything else, right? And I even for me, y'all, I have three businesses. I have three whole businesses. Sometimes I am like, you know what? I feel like my ideal client needs something different. And maybe that re- would require me to start a whole new business or to create a whole new offer. And so for me, niching down is not always the best, route to go because I'm evolving with my ideal client and so when I think about it that way it's like there are so many other things that we should be focused on besides our ideal client you know and I think that a lot of times when people are niching down when you create niche or you know niche niche whatever content it gets boring right if you are always creating you know product like if you're a VA and you only do productivity tips it's cool right at first but after a while, people aren't going to keep on engaging with productivity tips because how how many, like what, what's that new that you can talk about when it comes to productivity? Like, I mean, of course there are a lot of things, right? But your, your audience, they may get fatigued. Your target audience, they may get fatigued. Even your ideal client may get fatigued if they've been following you for a while, right? So we want to vary up that content. And that's why for me, my content is a range of things. Again, I talk about my faith. I talk about building a business I talk about my faith and building a business together like i talk about my baby like there's just so many things I talk about and it keeps my content very um interesting and it builds connection right and that's why a lot of brands now they incorporate lifestyle content um so a lot of brands now they don't just niche down I mean look at Nike Nike is like of course they do the sports you know the sports players and stuff like that but honestly the reason why Nike has my attention right now is because I am doing a lot of um content that is or sorry, Nike is doing a lot of content that is mom geared. I, I, I They just recently did a campaign, I think for maybe Mother's Day or some kind of holiday. I can't remember what it was, but there was a whole campaign where they showed pregnant moms and moms giving birth. And it was like, oh my gosh, like we are powerful. Like we are, our bodies are athletic. And it was just like, yes, I resonated with that piece of content. And when you think about Nike, they are a lifestyle brand right like yeah of course they cater to athletes and stuff like that but nike itself when you think about it they are a lifestyle brand and that's what makes them interesting that that's what makes their their content compelling so nike isn't necessarily niche if if, when you really think about it i mean yes they sell one product they, they offer you know one thing and it's actually not one thing they offer multiple things but you know so technically i guess their products are a bit niche but Truthfully, they're centered around a lifestyle and they're centered around who is in their audience and how they can cater to them as they move through the funnel of this is our general audience. These are the people that we're targeting and this is our ideal client for each product. Right. Because I think in that campaign they did for the moms, there was a very specific product that they were um what's a specific product I can't remember if it was a specific product but I know that I was thinking to myself like dang I need a Nike shoes oh no it, I think I wanted a bra or something and it's like that was so smart you know so they have all these people in their audience right they have men women children everybody's in their audience and depending on what they were selling they target me in a different way and so In this case their ideal client was a mom and they definitely targeted me in this campaign and I think going that approach versus like focusing on what's my niche and only talking about one specific thing we should take our brands and really figure out how to incorporate so much more because people are multifaceted and the truth of the matter is is that the old marketing strategies and tactics that people used to do they don't work right they don't work we can't just continue to just show up and only sell our products. We can't just, you know, create content that's just revolving around the one thing that we sell, right? And that's why niche and niching down isn't always the best route to take. Now, listen, if you wanna niche down, do do you, boo. Like, I'm not saying that you shouldn't niche down. I'm just saying, here are some other things that you can look at besides niching down. Here are some other things that you can think about Besides going straight to, how do I niche down? And I think a lot of times the reason why people struggle with niching down is because you don't know who's in your audience, you don't know who your target audience is, and you definitely don't know who your ideal client is. And when you don't know those things, it makes niching down a lot harder. Because while yes, there's a pro- there's a service or a product or a, uh, you know, whatever, like, yes, you have the solution, but it's almost like ooh, you you have no idea what problem you're actually solving or who you're actually catering to and speaking to because you're focused on the end result and not the actual person. And I think that that's the disservice that niching down does. And I think that's the disservice that people do to themselves when they just focus on what is my niche. And so, you know, I hope this made sense. I hope this was able to help somebody and just give you gave you like a different perspective and takes the pressure off of you to have to niche down because the truth of the matter is is that we don't have to niche down. Like this is our business. We can do whatever we want. And I was thinking, and this was in my email about like an example to give about this whole thing. And so I wanted to just leave you with like this example. Let's say that you're a virtual assistant and you are specializing in systems and productivity, right? So you can talk about productivity in the home. You can talk about your love of brunches. You can talk about how you fit self-care into your routine. And these three things, while yeah, it's about productivity and you know, it's also about you. It also paints a picture of who you are and it's going to resonate with your ideal client because if they enjoy those things, they're going to hire you to help them with their back end, right? They're going to hire you because it's like, wow, she likes brunch. I like brunch. She practices self-care. I, I want to practice self-care and I want to figure out how to put that into my routine. And if you're somebody that does things that deal with systems and productivity, people are going to hire you because they're going to say, you know what? She knows what she's talking about because she, you know, she does, this is, this is her business, right? Like you, people know, okay, she's a VA, she's going to help me optimize things, but also they're going to see you as somebody that's relatable and somebody that gets it, right? Because if you love brunches and you also enjoy self-care and you're a mom, you know, and you're productive and my life is currently falling apart, you're going to seem like a no brainer versus if you only talked about productivity, you only gave like productivity hacks, or you only told people what, how they should be more productive. If that's all you did, if you niche down into that one type of content, you may turn away somebody who feels like it's impossible, right? You definitely turn me away because I'm in a phase in my life where I'm like, you know what? I have a baby, I have a husband, I have a dog, I have like all these things. And if all you're showing me is like this perfection and this really curated type of content, I'm not going to feel like you understand me, you know? And if people don't don't feel understood, if people don't feel seen, heard and valued, they're not going to work with you. You know, and so I hope this example made sense. I hope this whole podcast made, podcast made sense. It made sense when I wrote it. And then when I started talking, I was like, I don't know if this really makes sense, but it makes sense to me. And it's made sense to the people that have been in Surf and Sell. <laughs> and it's gonna make sense when I put it inside the membership, which if you haven't joined yet, stay tuned because that will be open for enrollment very, very soon. Um, but yeah, I hope this was able to help somebody. And I just wanna say, if you don't feel like niching down, if you're struggling to figure out how to niche down, don't do it. Don't worry about it, right? Niching down, like, I, I don't even understand why people talk about niching down because who walks around and says, hey, what's your niche? Like, <laughs> nobody. Like, nobody just walks up to someone and asks them, what's your niche? You know, if anything, people are asking about ideal client, right? Um, but from a marketing standpoint, you should definitely be exploring who is in your audience, who is your target audience, who is your ideal client, you know, explore all those things because it just helps you better show up and create content. Um, And the more, you know, who's following you, the more you understand the culture and the community that you're creating, the better you can market and sell yourself. So yeah, hope this helped. Hope you guys didn't hear my family too loud. I don't know why I decided to record a podcast episode during Sunday dinner. That's just me. I, I don't know. I don't know why I did this, but hope this was able to encourage you. Sending you so much love, boo and i'll talk to you later darling oh i hope i didn't sound tired y'all I'm, I'm like a little tired today like and that's the other thing i don't know why i recorded this when i was like feeling tired i think i just felt like talking um and i don't feel like doing my other work so i'm like let me talk to my booze you know you know you know ow, ow, ow. <laughs> but anyway hope you have an amazing day an amazing week and until next time i will talk to you later darling